Welcome to What's Good Under the Hood. I have no smoke, and therefore I have no intro. <laughs> you welcome to an well be one. Here we go, and here we go again. Another episode of of What's Good Under the Hood. Rob Two is Rob Sanders from AM fourteen hundred Fox Sports Radio, and across from Rob, the owner of Mazda of Columbia, it's Greg Hood. Greg, what is good under the hood? Man, I'm good under the hood. That's what. Well, good. I had a. I did. I did think about a about something I wanted to get deeper into because I was driving the other day and I and I was driving behind uh, a car from the past. It was a probe, and I started thinking, God, what a fail as far as naming a model of a car. Number one, how do they do it? Number two, don't they pay attention to what they're naming a car? Who who would name a car a probe? It always brings up like a colonoscopy thought. Oh. Well, I think having that car was like a colonoscopy, if I remember correctly. Right. It may have been. They actually had one with a V6 that was pretty cool, but the little four bangers were a terrible car. Um, and, and that was also, um, I don't know if you remember, but uh, Mazda had a sister car to it. That was when Ford and Mazda were attached. And I don't remember the what the model was, but anyway, it wasn't a probe. I'll tell you that right now. You have the probe at home and that's nice. <laughs> can you think of any other fails, Rob, maybe uh, either Rob well, or Greg, I, can you think of any other gonna, names that were just inappropriate? I didn't want to like call out Greg for being the oldest of the group here, but <laughs> he may remember this car because, you know, he may have been selling cars back then. I watched the documentary that HBO had on the, I guess it was the Dale, like the, did you see that where like the it was the whole story of it was a woman, but she was like ended up being like a man at one point. And we don't have to get into that. But wait a she, minute. A oh, transgender that's, car. That's topical. No, but, no <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to get sick here. I mean, seriously, though. But I mean, you remember the story about the car, the Dale that that, that she designed and. Or am I just going, you know, I have no idea what you're talking about. And listen, I've been a card nut my whole life. My dad and I used to go collect brochures. As a matter of fact, um, I have three big plastic tubs that are full of brochures from when my dad was a kid. Kaiser's, Frazier's, Hudson's, um, you name it, old Porsche brochures, De Tommaso Pantera. I've got all kinds of stuff. He and I used to go collect, too. I've got one for you. Do you remember a car called a Morris Minor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Morris Minor. We had one of those when I was a kid. They they didn't have enough power to make it up a hill with more the, than one person the, in the car. The motor was either a thousand or eleven hundred cc. I mean, it was a little. It was the same motor that was in an MG Midget, and we um, they they were uh, they were not brisk. That would we be drove all the they they loaded up the family. We drove all the way from Montreal, Canada, to Cleveland, Mississippi, in wow. a Morris Minor. Maybe so the entire way. They made a little Morris Minor that was a Woody. And they were, they're really, they're kind of valuable. They're cute. They've got, they're, don't get crazy now. <laughs> Different kind. No, they were, they were actually uh, pretty neat. You know, those and a mini and all that kind of stuff. I like the original minis. I think those are a great car. But yeah, Morris Minor, they weren't, they weren't, they're British, uh, British Leyland, uh, which is MG and Triumph and Jaguar and all that stuff back then. And they were Triumph was a cool car. Some of them. There were a few that yeah. uh, the TR7 I wouldn't put into the awesome car category. Yeah. Um, TR8 was a TR7 with a V8 in it. That wasn't so bad. Um, they made a weird car. It was called the Stag. And um, I, a friend of mine's mom had one. And they were they were a upper end um, 
Triumph, and they had a V8 in them, a Dula Red Cam V8. Um, they sounded really, really good. Had chrome wire wheels on them, and most of them, some well, some had alloys, and they didn't look as good when they had the chrome wires, and they didn't look good. And they had a roll bar that went over the top of them that was kind of odd, but they were a neat driving car. Um, but they didn't really ever take off that and Jensen Healy and that kind of stuff. So there have been some weird cars. What about the DeLorean then? You had to see a DeLorean. Oh, I've driven a DeLorean. They're awful. <laughs> that was a Volvo V6 that was in those. They're just absolutely a POS. I mean, that was a terrible car. That, uh, the coolest one I ever saw POS was somebody, main. Uh, partly organic. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Whatever. The the um, I saw one that somebody had painted, and I know that's kind of against the whole theory of having a stainless steel car. But when they painted it, it was dark blue. It was beautiful. I mean, the car just was stunning. But it devalued it to nothing, which I think they're not too far from nothing. They're probably I think you could buy one for probably fifteen twenty grand. They never really accelerated in value, and they're just an awful car. I'll tell you. Speaking of awful cars. The Pontiac Aztec. So I was a general sales manager of a, a Pontiac Holes GMC store in Sacramento years and years ago. And the Pontiac Aztec came out. And I, I'd heard some rumor, and I think it's correct, that it was designed by consensus. They would have uh, groups that would get these uh, focus groups that would get together and talk about the needs. And if you really looked at the car, it was kind of the start of the sport utility in some weird kind of way. But it was, I'm not going to use that word. It was ugly. Let's just put it that way. If you guys can all remember. I just found it. That. I just found it on. Yeah, oh, that's not pretty. And so they yeah. delivered them to the dealerships. And then they sent in these kits where the back hatch goes up and a board and a tent went in it. And you would have a tent hanging off the back of the car. And they thought that was going to be just this revolutionary thing that you can take it everywhere. And they were a turd with wheels. Okay. Found that too. There you go. Isn't yeah. that unbelievable? That I was like, they have that. They thought they yeah. had uh, just developed sliced bread right there. They thought they had it all and we couldn't give them away. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? There's a guy enjoying like a camping experience. <laughs> yeah, and it probably wouldn't get him home. That was the problem. They were just bad. I heard. I also heard yeah. another rumor. And I don't know if it's true, and it, it might be one of those urban legends. But I, I don't remember who was the running GM at the time. But they said one guy left, and a new um, CEO came in, and supposedly he made the executives drive those things because they had the dumb decision to make them. But I don't know if that's right. It just sounds good, you know. Some executive. <laughs> Any car you can attach a tent to the back of it, I'm all about that. Well, you know, they make kits that you can put them on top of them. And uh, as a matter of fact, my uh, brother and sister-in-law have some kind of apparatus that goes on their vehicle on the top of it, hangs off the back. And <clears throat> that's their idea of camping. And God bless them. They like to hike and do all kinds of stuff. And it, and it, it meets their needs and they like it, but I wouldn't do it. So, but there's a lot of. Weird. I, other than the probe, though, I can't think of any inappropriate names. I will tell you this. I think that uh, manufacturers come up with some bizarre names that really don't yeah. mean much. I mean, uh, if you go back to Akia Sophia, what's a Sophia? I think they went with the rhyme on that just to make it catchy, maybe. Oh. I, don't know. I thought that was the lady that made my eggs. <laughs> yeah, Sophia. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what eggs? Man, that's beautiful. 
Speaking of that, are you eating eggs, trying to keep yourself all proteined up? Or are you still I lifting weights? Protein. What are you doing? Uh, I, have, I, I agreed to do another competition in February, so I got to. So you gotta, we, since we talked about it in an early podcast about you doing your competition, we never addressed the fact that you actually were successful, but you didn't break the record because you touched your leg. Yeah, it's it, when you when you lift in powerlifting, if you if you touch the top part of your leg above your knees with the bar, it's like they penalize you for that. And so so um, you had the record weight up. You just happened to touch your leg. Uh, yeah, I got I got what's called faulted, which is a no lift. But uh, I held the weight. I mean, I picked it up off the floor. So five hundred and seventy-seven pounds. Five uh, five five eighty-two is what I picked 582. up. Five eighty-two. Yeah, which is which is more than one of our coworkers' cars weighs. So the moral to the story is: don't touch your leg. <laughs> yeah, don't touch any legs. Legs get you in trouble. Grandpa taught yeah. me. That. Yeah, don't be touching the legs. That's a bad deal. It's a bad yeah. bad deal. I, I have to show you this picture of this Dale car because it looks like it's like like three wheels. It's it's a weird looking car, and it's not something that I made up. Uh, I'll, I'll show you, and then maybe we talk about it the next show. But you know, you mentioned you got a picture of it. Have you ever heard of a Have you ever heard of a Borg ward? No, a Borg ward. So it's B O R G W A R D. It was a German car, and they actually were a, a kind of a luxury vehicle sort of back then. I think they're intending to compete with Mercedes and all that. And a, a funny story about a Borg Ward is my dad was worked for the California Department of Transportation. It ended up being Caltrans. But back in the day, he was working uh, in Fresno uh, as a right-of-way agent. And he came out into the parking lot. And I hope I get this story right, but I think I'm right. He came out into the parking lot, and there was a guy next to him that had a Borg Ward. And the car wouldn't start. And my dad was talking to him and he says, I'll tell you what, if you got a dollar, I'll sell you this car right now. My dad pulled out a dollar and gave it to him. And that didn't run, right? So he goes and gets a battery and puts it in it and it cranks right up and it runs. And he gave it to my cousin, uh, Johnny. And I think Johnny had it for quite a while and, and drove it. But they're ugly in a mud fence. They got a big diamond in the middle of the grill. and uh, But the car served him well, especially for a dollar. I thought that was a terrific deal. It's a great so, a, a mud go. fence, uglier than a mud fence. Yeah, no, but you got to look up a. Right. That's a, are you showing me a butt mud fence? There's the oh, bale. That's a, that's, that's, the bale. Elect, that's it, not it, even a car. It looks like an anteater. Yeah, you know uh, what? There's one. There's one over in Chapin. If you go out, oh man, what road is it? There it is again. There's a. It's out on one of the points out there. Um, I think if you go past, um, uh, what marina is that? There's another uh, Dale car Epting, right there. If you go out past Epting's Landing, there's one sitting out in the weeds uh, right out there. But that was a I th- was an electric car. I don't know Rob. what it is. It's just it's like, a you know, three-wheeled <laughs> pile of garbage. Yeah, I wouldn't call that a car. That didn't qualify. <laughs> it's a that's, that's kind of, pile of garbage. That's kind of like calling. I'm going to stop uh, bringing things to the show because my stuff is fake. <laughs> <laughs> fake news, Rob. Now, listen, you know what? People need to learn about ugly, hideous things right. that people attempted to be a car. I didn't know you called it a Dale, though, but I've seen it. That's what it was called was the Dale. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, I'll watch do it on TV. Don't get upset. <laughs> okay. It's no problem. I think, uh, what was the Tucker? Remember that one? Um, oh, yeah. That, it had wood panel sides, didn't it? No, they didn't have wood panels. Tucker didn't have wood panels. They had the light in the middle of the grill and... Um, that turned when you turned and um, the engine was in the back, if I remember correctly. 
um, and they were kind of interesting car. And that was a that was a big deal where he was coming up with a revolutionary car and competing against the big three, and they kind of squashed him. I remember this. It was, it was a, movie. a movie. Why not? Didn't they do yeah. a movie? Yeah. 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 Pretty good movie. Yep. Pretty good. But I don't. I don't. Other than um, Talladega Nights, I don't know any other really good car movies. <laughs> no, Talladega <laughs> Nights was funny as hell. Love that yeah, movie. It was very funny. Rob, any more car movies that you dig? Uh, Remember, there there was one way back with uh, with a Volkswagen Beetle, wasn't that the race car? What was that? I, the I, Love Bug. The Love Bug. I like Gone in sixty seconds. Where that was a good one. Cars in one night. So there was a great there was a great movie called Used Cars. If you ever want to entertain yourself, that that was pretty funny. They had a guy, um, I think Kurt Russell was in that, and a, and yeah. a bunch of guys. But he was they had were doing they were just slimy used car guys. But he would they'd he'd see a customer on the lot across the street, and so he had a fishing pole and he would cast a dollar bill over onto the lot right in front of the guy. So the guy'd been down to pick it up and he'd give it a tug. And pretty soon he'd end up across following the dollar bill or whatever it was across the street onto his lot. I thought that was absolutely classic. That is What's it called? Though. What's it called? Used cars. Used cars. I'm Netflixing it now. See if I can find it. Yeah. Well, it was, it was, I think worth watching <laughs> once or twice. It was kind of, it was kind of spoofy, you know, on, on the car business, but it was pretty funny. I, we have I, about, go ahead. I was big into Gone in 60 Seconds where they stole all the cars in one night just because of all the cars that they got. The Hummer and the the uh, the, the the Mustang and all that. That was just really cool to me. Wasn't that, that, with that guy that, that was also in Con Air on it? What was his name? What's his name? Nick, Nick, I, I don't I, I don't know, but it, that happens every night in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I know I interrupted you, but, you know, when I ran a Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram store, uh, one of the things you had to worry about was where the Hellcats were because, and that's the Challenger or Charger with the 707 horsepower motor, but they had really nice wheels and tires and you'd come to work and they're all sitting on blocks because it's steel. But if you were in Miami, they just took the whole cars. So they'd take five, six of them at a time. So, and they were faster than the cars and gone in 60 seconds. So that even made it more exciting. But Miami is the uh, wild East, Southeast, not the wild West. Hey, so, you know, we're talking about uh, cars here and stuff like that, but maybe on our next episode, we could figure out maybe we could guess what what each of us would like to have and then you could tell us what your dream car is because i imagine that my dream car is different than what you two guys have for your dream car i want one of the dales i want one of those anteater cars i, I think I i'm gonna get you one <laughs> i know exactly what my dream car is and you know it's one i'm not going to tell you what it is we'll save it till next time but i will tell you this um i was uh, talking to a very close friend of mine and she said to me well, why don't you just get one? And I said, because there is no way in my mind I will justify spending $145,000 on a car. Just me personally. I mean, could I do it? Yeah. I just think I'd be a fool. I mean, you can get a lot of car for under a hundred guaranteed. So, you know, and I, and I don't, my, my pick isn't some wild exotic. It's, it's can I raise nice my hand for a second and say, uh, my, my house didn't cost us one hundred and forty five. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, I like to think we have a mine either. So it's all right. You know, you know, my goal is to come home with and I used to say it all the time. If I won the lottery, uh, you know, I'd come home with cars that cost twice as much as my neighbor's house, you know, just to piss them off. And I'd stay living there. So just <laughs> let them know I had a bunch of money. But since I don't, then we'll we just got to go with what we got. But 
Then I just I don't I mean I love cars, love them, but everything has just changed to be where certain cars are unobtainium and they're unobtainium whether they're new, used, it doesn't make any difference. You know, I'm I'm a Porsche guy from when I was a kid. And, you know, my dad had them. I've had quite a few 911s, and I absolutely love the car. Uh, but, you know, a, a 1973 911 T right now uh, with the right setup, CIS fuel injection, all that kind of stuff, they're $65,000, dollars $90,000, depending upon the miles and conditions. That's insane. I think they were only nine or ten new. So, you know, it's it's a challenge. Well, there you go. So next time we'll find out about our dream cars here. And we may even talk about what we were going to talk about on this one, credit scores. We got wrapped in other, wrapped in other fun stuff and sort of wandered down the rabbit hole. But it was there fun today, go. fellas. This has right. been good. Thank you. What's good under the hood? Greg Hood, Rob Sanders, and me, Andy Woods. Thanks for listening and or watching. Once again, if you're only listening, you can check it out on the Mazda of Columbia YouTube channel. <laughs>